Hello and welcome to That Film Studio. I'm Jason. And I'm Luke. In this episode, we've got another movie review, and this time we're looking at Rambo, Last Blood. Directed by Adrian Grunberg and co-written by Sylvester Stallone, Rambo, Last Blood is the fifth instalment in the Rambo franchise. The John Rambo character was created by author David Morrell for his novel First Blood. The movie is out now, but if you haven't watched Rambo Last Blood yet and you want to, go watch it first before listening to our full review. We will be talking spoilers. Sylvester Stallone reprises his role as John Rambo, last seen in the 2008 movie Rambo. Or Rambo 4? I don't know. If there was ever a movie sequel to say, this time it's personal, it would be Rambo Last Blood. Luke, you have the plot. The Vietnam War veteran Rambo now lives a quiet life on his deceased father's horse ranch with his old friend Maria Beltran and her granddaughter Gabriella. Against Rambo and Maria's wishes, Gabriella secretly drives to Mexico to find her estranged father. Things don't go well as Gabriella is drugged and kidnapped by enforcers of a Mexican cartel, the Martinez brothers. Rambo travels to Mexico to save his adopted daughter, unearthing his ruthless combat skills in a final mission. Yes, it really is a personal story, which is unlike what has come before. It's always been caught up in a situation or someone's given him a hard time, like the cops. And that's right. And you mentioned the last Rambo movie. That was him in Burma. I think it was Burma, wasn't it? Yeah, Yeah. and he was right place, right time for the missionaries that needed help. But you're right. This movie, Last Blood, it's personal. And what I did buy and really liked was the relationship between Rambo and Gabriella. I give this movie credit for actually taking the time to develop that, to actually, you know, give us these characters. I think they are new characters, aren't they? Or, they are, yes. Yeah, because I was like, I don't remember, especially like, um, you know, the older, like the grandmother, like, where did she come from? But obviously, she just sort of works for him on the farm or ranch, whatever it is. And yeah, the movie takes its time and gives us those moments to let you actually feel like, oh, in the past 11 years, you know, a relationship's been built and a family is actually there. Well, at the end of the 2008 movie, which I thought was a perfect ending, it was Rambo finally going home. And then you're right, in the 11 years since, he's met new characters. And yeah, just Gabriella and him. Yeah, I just bought it. It really worked. And the, and the grandma as well. Everything about that living dynamic worked for me. They lived in the house, he lived in the tunnels. So I think when, you know, things really do, like, hit the fan and, you know, this movie does escalate so quickly and, and stuff just goes off the rails. But I think when it happens, I'm like, it's, it's bad because, like, I'm fully with Rambo. You know, when he's he's on his mission to, to rescue Gabriella, when that doesn't really, you know, it doesn't really work out or kind of makes it worse, I'm with him when he's, like, I'm pissed off. I'm going to get revenge. I mean, I, I know it's not the right thing to do, and it's it's really f- kind of interesting that this movie is not politically correct in any way, but do you know what? I like that it's not, because it's just a movie, and it doesn't need to play it safe like that. It's violent as... But I get it. Yeah, it's personal. He wants revenge, and there is a bit of satisfaction when, you know, all those guys get, I guess, what they deserve. I mean, we'll get to the third act, but <laughs> holy shit. We've... With Gabriella, though, what happens to that character did not see see coming at all because 
You're talking about the the kidnapping or the... Well, the kidnapping I knew was going to happen or thought would happen. But we see so many action films, but Rambo has always been something different. And we get that here. Like, this is not Rambo heroically going to Mexico, rescuing Gabriella and living happily ever after. Like, he, he fails. This movie is dark. And the portrayal of Rambo as well, because we see him at the end when he's making all the traps and he's got his weapons. Like he's channeling his Macaulay Culkin. That is what Rambo (laughs) does. Like he essentially operates as a one-man army with weapons. When he first goes to Mexico and he gets the shit kicked out of him, he gets left for dead. I bought that as well, because hand-to-hand combat... He is not Rocky Balboa. When he well, that's it. When he was standing on that roof and he was surrounded by all these guys, one part of my brain was like, okay, what I think is going to happen because this is a movie and it's Hollywood is that he's somehow going to knock out half these dudes, make an escape, you know, come out a bit scratched, but overall do a good job. Didn't happen. Got the shit bit out of him, laying there on the ground, bleeding to death. Yes. I mean, the only Hollywood thing about it was that you know, uh, one certain character decided to let him be. But, I mean, he had a cool little moment where he was like, you've made everything worse. Hey, listen, the character you're talking about, at any point, did you think Mexican Tom Hardy? That guy <laughs> looks so much like Tom Hardy. I was having really? flashbacks to Upgrade with the other actor. Oh. That looks like Tom Hardy. <laughs> it's like when casting this movie, okay, can we get Tom Hardy? No. But who we can get is this guy. He looks so much like Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy could play Mexican if he wanted to. He can do anything, that fella. And then he had his little ponytail at the end when he was all badass. The Mexican Tom Hardy guy. But it was, yeah. I mean, it was, it just felt real. And it just, I was actually taken aback. I was like, holy shit. He's failed. And I think that's the driving force as well. Like, this movie once again addresses his um, PTSD, which was, you know, obviously such a big element in First Blood, you know, the first movie. They touch on it a bit throughout the series, but this one, you know, like, they have flashes of it at the start of the film, so it's there, it's back, it's something relevant. And then to have him fail, pretty much costing Gabriella her life, you know, like, not 100% his fault, but, you know, the blame's there, the guilt's there. It's It pushes him to where you, you get him in that third act when he does just go full Rambo. Can I we wanna, say that? I want to interject something here. This is the first Rambo movie that I've watched, and I don't see Rambo, I see Sylvester Stallone. Oh, okay, yeah. There's, I've always associated with Rambo the headband. And, the long, the, and the long thing. hair? Long hair. So this is the first time no headband. headband. Has he had a headband in every movie? Yes. In it's the because... 2008 movie, he had the black headband, but we, I guess... You know, from the earlier movies, the red headband, they had the animated series. Yeah. And I remember like being, you know, in school playing Rambo as a kid and, you know, tying things around your head. Hey, look, I'm, I'm Rambo. I'm Rambo. <laughs> and he just looked like old man Stallone. Those flashes to the other Rambo movies and, you know, post-traumatic stress and, oh, okay, this is feeling a bit like Rambo. But for the most part, I think you could have just called this movie anything Taken. and cast Sylvester Stallone. And that <laughs> did damage the movie for me because yeah. it didn't... There's no jungle in this. And I think in our notes you put, you know, instead of the jungle, there's Mexico. And there's so many differences. And whether that was intentional, let's do Rambo, or let's do a different Rambo film. I like the fact that it's so different, but 
you know, like, I mean, yeah, he doesn't have the look. He's obviously older, shorter hair, no headband, no jungle. He just looks like Sylvester Stallone. But I mean, it's not completely unbelievable that this one character can function outside of trees. You know, like, oh, of course, like, yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't need him to be surrounded by but trees. I like the fact that it was so different. You know, like he's a cowboy. If, it, if, if this was once again, you know, like him just in the jungle, muddy, you know, I, I mean, still movie, would have enjoyed it, but I might have been like, ah, samey, samey. You know, we saw that in Rambo. And we see that in the first, what, 10, 15 minutes. It opens looking like Rambo. So, okay, you can you can have that. But, he, <laughs> but again, like he doesn't look like John Rambo in this movie. It's old man Stallone. It looks like he did in Creed 2. Yeah, but I think he's cooler in this one. <laughs> oh. oh, okay, yeah. You can put more sentences together, I guess, as, as <laughs> yeah, Rambo than when he's playing Creed. You know, you mentioned Macaulay Culkin. Oh, I said playing Creed. In Creed 2, played Rocky, obviously. You mentioned Macaulay Culkin <laughs> I was like, earlier. Macaulay Culkin was in Creed. Yeah, no, no, you mentioned Macaulay Culkin with this movie because I was surprised. I had a half-full cinema. Yeah. And I honestly did not expect that. I didn't think it was the movie was going to be doing as well on the night that I attended as it seemed to be. So there's quite a few people walking out and talking as I was leaving the screening. And one guy said to another, what did you think? And the other guy said, I liked it. It was kind of like Home Alone. Yeah, man. And I'm like, what a good review. (laughs) What a nice, succinct review. The first half is taken. And then it goes full Home Alone. I reckon you could pull the music... (laughs) <laughs> from Home Alone of when Kevin McAllister is drawing out his his blue he's got his blueprints of the house and he's scheming and he's planning. Put that over the same scene where Rambo is tinkering with his blueprints and he's doing stuff and like digging holes and hanging buckets or whatever he's doing, putting sharp things on the floor, matchboxes and Yeah, it'll work. But as Rambo was doing that, I was like thinking, oh it'd be so embarrassing for him if they don't turn up. <laughs> You know, it's going to well, all that effort. I was thinking, I was like, well, how... Like, it must have taken a long time for him to set all of that up. And I'm like, I understand that they have his driver's license, so they know where he lives. Where he, they know where he lives. So tick, yeah. But he's like, how does he know when they're going to show up, if they are going to show up? But then it's like, he has to go back and pretty much trigger that again. And does he? <laughs> By cutting <laughs> off the brother's head. Throws the head down the street. Yeah. <laughs> he's driving back home to the US. Yeah. The violence in this, <laughs> I I was shocked to begin with. And then, okay, that, this is what we're doing. But when they first started, because for the most part, when we start and with with Gabriella, it felt, oh, this is, it's like a drama. Like, like it's, it's just, intense, it's yeah. all words. Like there's no action. It's him on the farm. And I was, at the time thinking, oh, it's going to be really good when the action starts. And then it was. But then I was missing everything that we just had. Oh, I'm kind of missing him and Gabriella. We're not going to get that again. She's <laughs> she's dead, and he's getting he's going to go full the movie violence. Sucks you in. He's pulling for another movie. Yeah, yeah, and he's snapping bones, and he's that's he's super violent. That first leg break stabs him in the leg, and yeah. yeah, I was I was taken aback. I was like, hang on, and again, on, I where think, did this come from? <laughs> and that and that's why, like, I'm not shocked by that particular level of violence in movies. But when it just comes out of nowhere like that, and I didn't realize. Tonally, this is what we're doing because in all the trailers, it just showed Rambo on a horse for the most part, <laughs> and it showed him on the rooftop that scene. Yeah, uh, but then we find that's very early in the movie. But yeah, it gets super violent. So when he's setting all the traps and, and like he's he's killing them, 
And then he's putting about six bullets in them. And then he's like hitting them with bow and arrows and swords. Cutting and their legs off. Maybe not swords, but blades. And but he's... they're going through the tunnels. It's like Prince of Persia. Like they get knocked back by like, you know, axes and like big, sharp, spiky beams. And the name of the movie is Last Blood. So going into this, you're kind of thinking maybe this is Rambo's last. Yeah, well, that or he's, because it's a revenge story, he's drawing the last blood. Okay. Yeah, I think that's... I could be wrong. I think... You know, I spent, you know, my time watching Creed, Creed 2 less so, worrying that Balboa would die. And watching Rambo, I realised that could also happen, but I do not have that connection to this character like I do Rocky. I mean, I would have been okay if he did not. Now, the movie does end, you know, like everyone's dead, it's a bloodbath, holy crap. Almost like a he gets movie. hit pretty bad. He's in the stomach, he, in the shoulder. But he sits down on his like on his deck chair thing, rocking cho- rocking chair, whatever you call it. You know, it pans out. It's it's the the credits roll, and you go, damn, you know, fade to black. Like man, the man died. But then you get like a montagey thing, not like a Rocky montage, but a Rambo montage. But then there's a bit extra at the end where he rides out, rides off on his horse. You know, the I had, man's alive. I had every intention, like. Get in, get out. Wanted to watch this movie, watched it, but as soon as the credits started to roll, I was ready to get up and leave because I watched this movie quite late as well on a, on a Sunday night, so I was ready to leave. And then, you're right, with the Rocky montage, starting with First Blood, not just me, but everyone in the screening stayed. Was like... They just watched it. Now we want to see and this. And it was yeah. that, and you, it just felt like it, we're all having a communal moment here. We're all mm. sitting here. I saw one guy get out and leave as soon as the credits hit. But then after watching <laughs> the, the credits, you know, I was thinking about that guy, and I was like... He missed something He there. thinks Rocky... He, not Rocky, whoops. He yep. thinks Rambo <laughs> is dead. Balboa Productions at the beginning loved it with the Rocky uh, well, that's anyway, it. Anyway, back to... <laughs> <laughs> to this but yeah but you're going through the whole movies i thought oh this is really nice like we're, we're slowly working our way through first blood uh first world part two rambo <laughs> three rambo oh rambo last blood and now we're watching the rambo last blood <laughs> montage I thought oh maybe this is a little bit more than i need as i've just watched that movie well, i was actually thinking i was like oh they could have before that happened i was like oh they could have played this at the start of the movie it would have been a little bit of like you know Previously on the Rambo movie, you know, like a catch <laughs> Previously up. on Rambo, yeah, you know, like how they, you, you know, think of like the the Raimi Spider Man movies. They right, would do that yeah. in the opening credits. Yeah, that's kind of right. cool. And you get the the music and stuff. But I like yeah. how they did it here because, as you're saying, he's in the rocking chair, and Gabriella's nana made reference to John Rambo's dad used to sit out there and he used to just rock in mm. his chair, and you know he'd often just sit there. Would have been a good place for him to die. If and that that's was where we sit. So that guy that left in your screen... He thinks he's dead, He man. thinks Rambo's dead. And, but when Rambo's riding <laughs> off on the horse, and I, I was pretty sure that he'd set all the horses free, but that's okay. But when he's sat on the back of the horse... I was Hang just, on a sec. <laughs> I was just waiting for him to just slump to the left or to the right and then just get dragged. <laughs> dead Rambo. Oh, it didn't man. happen. Well, yeah, what if he did pass out? <laughs> I mean, he might still pass out. So they kind of like said, this is the end, unless it isn't. Unless, yeah. Do you remember Halloween last year where... I guess spoilers for a movie that came out last year. But if you've seen any Halloween movie, you know at some point there's injuries to Michael Myers. And that <laughs> happens in last year's Halloween. And then the movie finishes. But when the screen fades to black, you hear breathing. But that could have still been the end of Halloween. No more. And then they could have done yet another reboot. But we're finding out there's more Halloween. 
And they've kind of just left it, so maybe we will, maybe we won't. So we could get a Rambo 6. Maybe. We don't need it, though. By we, I'm putting words in your mouth, but I don't need <laughs> Rambo 6, I'll tell you that. Thing, uh, on things that we don't need, I just want to point out one character in particular. Um, Carmen Delgado, that, that female character played by Paz Vega. Is that the journalist? Yeah. So, like... I mean, she saves Rambo. I mean, without I mean, her, yeah. he doesn't get the third act payback. I guess so. But she's needed. Like, yeah. She's only there to service John Rambo, which sounds ruder than I intended. <laughs> but that, that's <laughs> we the whole point. We all want to do a little bit of service. Oh, hang on. Now you're putting words in my mouth. Hey. But I, I just think, yeah, she's only there to further his character along. That's it. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, like, just... I think the fact that she's used for that is just, like, pointless. I mean, but I, I guess, you know, like, he had him in a spot where he was dying. I just... I, I guess... When she, you, know, you see her lurking at the bar, and then it's like, oh, yeah, she's getting involved. It's like, oh, is this going to be like a buddy film where like they go and take down the cartel together, and she helps him, and she's like the chick in the chair? Nah, she just like stitches him up, gives him some information, helps him out a bit later on. That's it done. My thought when I saw her at the bar, she's got the big green coats. You think maybe military? Mm. I'm thinking, is that Lady Rambo? Do I smell a spin-off? <laughs> but no, she's a reporter. Serves a purpose. Trying to think what they would call Lady Rambo. Rambina. Rambi well. Well, can you remember like Stallone was talking about doing a female spin-off to the Expendables? The Expendables. Yeah. So I wouldn't, you know, put it past him, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like just Rambo, but like B-O-W, and she has a bow in her hair. I've got it. Jane Rambo. Wow. Yeah. Let's talk about the score, because I think we're running out of things to talk about. Mentioned it, obviously, with the end credits there. Like, it was pretty effy. I like the score. Yeah. For an action flick, yeah. Brian Taylor... Tyler, sorry. Brian Tyler, he did uh, Rambo 4. Well, just Rambo. Um, he also did the Expendables trilogy as well. But yeah, back with Sylvester Stallone again with this, doing it. Something really worked about and it. Well, it was the, the classic Rambo theme. Mm. They the like, sampled that quite a lot. And Brian Tyler, he's done heaps. Like, he's done lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. But I mean, yeah, but in but terms the, that's of Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, the Stallone connection. I mean, did he even do Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2? Oh, is Pretty that Pretty right? sure he's done a Marvel movie, you know, trying to keep with your Stallone connection. Oh, let's not fact check that all and then, then just go with that because that sounds good. But I'm pretty oh, sure he's, he's, done, he's done some Marvel films and I'm thinking it's Guardians. But yeah, but he's, he's a big-time composer. Um, Patrick Doyle did Thor 1. Don't know where I pulled that from. <laughs> <laughs> and do you know what? I couldn't even tell you one more Patrick Doyle score, but he did that one. I don't think I've ever heard of that guy before. Um, hey, Thor, the first Kenneth Branagh film, is a great, great soundtrack. And I think you're right, we're at the point where we should probably <laughs> wrap it up because we're talking about... Jane Rambo and yeah, we've always got the twenty minutes. I think that's enough. Um, you can rate first, I guess, if you like. I am on three. He did not. <laughs> he didn't do Guardians. Give um, me your goddamn rating. <laughs> oh wow. Um, yeah, this again. I'm going back to the fact that it felt like this character could have been any character played by Stallone, and not necessarily Rambo. Um, I've heard a lot of negativity for this film. It is not a bad film, I don't think, and it is it is enjoyable. The relationship with the daughter, Gabriella, I completely bought into that and really enjoyed that. I was generally 
affected by her death. <laughs> like not only that, she was the drug right? overdose and horrific. You know, it's it's more violent than you would get in a modern action film. So I kind of I like that it's carried over the violence from other Rambo films, but the overall enjoyment and for me to want to go back and watch this movie anytime soon isn't there so i'm gonna come in quite low on this maybe i would come in higher if you had the headband but it's <laughs> a it's a two 2.5 oh wow all right um i completely get where a lot of the negative reviews are coming from and a lot of them have been directed at yeah the violence the gore um you know it does kind of turn into a you know the level of a slasher film um, and I guess, like like I said, you know, like the political incorrectness of the movie, you know, like it does paint Mexico as a pretty dangerous place, the xenophobia towards uh, those people, and I guess, like, you know, but, I mean, there are bad dudes everywhere, and this movie focuses on one type, not necessarily Mexicans, but the cartel that that's there. But, I mean, anyway, trafficking, human stuff, it's all dramatic, intense stuff, and I was on board with all of that drama that was unfolding, you know, like... When he does lay out his revenge, I was all for it. And I think, yeah, the movie did just go, let's just balls to the wall, go nuts. Like, let's just start getting gory and chop. Okay, it's what the movie wanted to do. I was all for it. It probably was a bit too much in that regard. But you know what? I had a pretty good time with it. Um, the rewatchability factor, probably, yeah, I don't know if I'll be checking it out anytime soon again. But it may be, you know. I'll do a Rambo rewatch and watch them all at some point again. Um, it's probably super high, but uh, 3.5 oh, out of 5. Okay, it's interesting. Yeah, I liked it. You know, there's a I, bit that... I liked it. We did a bit of talk about Gabriella's friend. The scene where Rambo confronts her in her home and recognises that she is wearing Gabriella's bracelet. It used mm. to belong to her mother, who had died of cancer, and it meant so much to <laughs> Gabriella. And in that moment, you know what I'm saying? And I've said it throughout this whole review, and I did it in my rating as well, that he doesn't really feel like Rambo. That was a moment, I guess, where he is more of a man unhinged, not necessarily fearful of consequence, where he slams the blade into the desk and the girl, or the desk or the table or whatever, but the girl is terrified. Because he is not your standard, like, you know, Liam Neeson taken or whatever. He's more than that. Like, he's popping the pills <laughs> to begin with, and you're thinking that, you know, what are those pills really doing then he gives up on the pills man that's the thing are these old man pills or these pills that are keeping his head in check and he's he's thinking the pills are keeping the lid on it this is one last hurrah like he's willing to sacrifice everything to rescue Gabriella so yeah so he stops taking the pills I don't know that was a moment where that that stood out to me it's okay this this is a guy that isn't your standard action guy this is something else okay in that moment I guess he is John Rambo for me but for the most part it was Stallone. <laughs> Looking like Stallone. One last thing as well before we get to our uh, trivia. First Blood novelist David Morell has harsh words for the latest Rambo movie. Ooh. This is what he had to say. I hated this film. Oh my God. Last Blood is a mess. Embarrassed to have my name associated with it. Oh no. I felt degraded and dehumanised after I left the theatre. So not everybody Jeez. liked it as much as you did. <laughs> Well, holy crap. I mean, but if you go back to that first Rambo film, Which is First a, Blood, a great it movie, is, great movie. yeah, 
it's not this. No. It's not Rambo from 2008. It's no. a different thing altogether. And it very much is a movie about a character. You know, he's walking around. We're still affected by the war, which wouldn't have been too long ago for him at that Society point. Society has pretty much turned on him in a way, you know? Like, it's... So for that political to be movies. Political the original movies. novel, for that to be that first movie, and then fast forward to 2019, Rambo, Last Blood, it is removed from the original novel. So I can see how he wouldn't be as on board with mm. this movie as you are. With the trivia, yes. let's go down memory lane. Oh, okay. Each movie. Wow. Okay, so this movie, this one here had, you know, so much death. Very violent. The first movie, First Blood, Rambo doesn't actually kill anyone. There's uh, one character who does die, Deputy Galt, who tracks Rambo through the mountains in a helicopter... Um, he attempts to shoot Rambo with a rifle, loses his balance and falls from the helicopter after Rambo merely throws a rock at him to defend himself. Only death. I think. Right, wow. Okay. So, Rambo doesn't kill anyone. Times have changed. First Blood, part two. C.O. Bao asks Rambo why he was chosen to go on this alleged suicide mission, to which Rambo replies, I'm expendable. Where does this lead to? The concept and title of the movie and the sequels, The Expendables. I was going to say that's exactly where it leads. That's exactly where it leads. <laughs> I know the answer to that question. Yeah. Rambo 3, uh, Russell McCahey, the original director of the third movie, was fired two weeks into production of the movie due to creative differences. The eventual director, Peter McDonald, who was originally hired as a second unit director, was given only two days' notice before picking up where McCahey, very hard name to say, left off. So there's only portions of footage directed by McCahey. How he are remaining in the final film, butchering his name three times, love it. And finally, <laughs> Rambo or Rambo Four, um, as we know, released in two thousand and eight, features two hundred and forty-seven on-screen deaths <laughs> throughout wow. the movie's duration, making it. And now this could have changed because I think this is a little bit out of date. Um, but as of four years ago, it was the thirteenth most deadliest movie in movie history so if anything this movie feels more like a sequel to that movie <laughs> than the others but still there's not 247 de- i mean there's a lot of mowing down in that movie i'd be curious how many deaths there are in this you know i was thinking as i was watching last blood it's as well under so than a, less than 100 though. i get it mexican tom hardy like he wants revenge <laughs> for i can't the martinez brother he wants revenge for his brother i get why he's going after rambo mm. but what has he offered the guys? Are they just lackeys that are following him regardless? On their like, payroll? On their payroll? You know. Because chances of survival are pretty slim. I guess they don't know Rambo like we when do. When they were in the tunnels getting, you know, half of them were done. I wouldn't have been surprised if like, a couple of them were like, to hell with this. Start hiding in the corner. I thought that yeah, as well. Just but like then, running up, like, screw this. But then Rambo blows the charges and then everything starts caving in. <laughs> so even if you're a scaredy cat in the corner, you're screwed. Some of them should have tried. <laughs> just been like, nope. I just didn't get what their drive was. I guess, you money, know, just man. like... Money, Yeah, money, or maybe the generally fearful of... I'll stop saying what I was saying before. The Martinez brother. <laughs> maybe they're just <laughs> fearful of him. That's it for our review of Rambo Last Blood. Please go subscribe and download this podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud, and please leave us a review. It helps listeners just like you find the podcast. We are on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as That Film's Due Podcast. And we also have our sister shows, Rewind and Review, and Sounds Like Comics, which each have their own Facebook pages. Be sure to also check out our new website, thatfilmsduepodcast.com. If you missed it, be sure to check out our recent review of It Chapter 2, 
Sounds Like Comics have a recent episode looking at Marvel's Jessica Jones Season 3 and Rewind and Review have an upcoming episode looking at American Pie from 1999. Oh yeah. You've been listening to Jason and Luke, the guys from that film studio. See you soon.